0: it's the favorites podcast presented by fanduel it might be cold but the sports calendar is heating up and there's no better place to get in on the action than fanduel i love betting with fanduel because their app is safe secure and easy to use and when i win i get paid fast and fanduel is now live in maryland so use promo code favorites and download the fanduel app today to make every moment more this football season Must be 21 or older and in select states, call 1 800 Gambler or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1 800 Next Step or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1 800 9 with it in Indiana. Visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. Call 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY, or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. Tennessee Red Line is 1-800-889-9789. Call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of The Action Network. It is week 16 of the NFL season, three weeks left in the regular season. As a reminder, if you want to hear The Favorites a full day early, you can listen live on AMP. You just download the free AMP app and follow at The Favorites, where you can see our upcoming schedule. We're back, recording live again this Thursday, the 22nd at 11.15 a.m., and then a special early recording next Tuesday, the 27th at 10 a.m. Eastern. We do prize giveaways, Thursday night coverage. It's a lot of fun on AMP. I am joined, as I am in every single episode, (laughs) by my co-host, my companion, my BFF, my compadre, professional better, Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon.
1: Chad, was that not the best sports weekend of the year, brother? I don't know. It's debatable.
0: Holy tamale. Yeah. Holy, holy, holy. The World Cup was so insane. Yeah. Like, I can't believe we had to do our show, Convince Me, <laughs> in the middle of the World Cup. Thank God the timing worked out that we went live right as the, as the game went to halftime. Dude. And then the rest of the football day, that Jags game, the the Tennessee game, the Patriots Raiders game. Like it, it dude.
1: Yeah. And this Saturday, the Colts. The Colts. Vikings. I mean, whew. look, we were in the middle
0: of all of it. Um, we got a lot to talk about. We will even so good
1: basketball. I mean, all the sports. It was just a great, uh, it was great sports weekend.
0: We will, of course, as we do, we will get to our foxhole. Uh, we will, uh, do the, Simon says we will do the exact decision. We will start to narrow down the board. Um, it is worth reviewing. I must say it is worth reviewing last week. Um, was bears plus nine nailed it. Simon says Jack's plus four and a half nailed it. Exact decision. Colts plus four. Didn't even sweat it. Uh, uh, big balls. Wonk. Washington commanders minus four and a half <laughs> we will get to it and then Simon doubled down on Washington for scooch Roulette Damn. Washington minus four Didn't and a half that really? went with the Jags plus four and a half that sucks we're gonna talk about this Washington game um <laughs> uh I know what it feels like to be you right now to go all in on a team have them uh break your heart like that um and uh it hurts it hurts a lot I want to get to some stats around this game because it turns out, according to our luck rankings, you were on the right side. But as we all know, the right side is the winning side. Amen. I want to read a text that I sent to you and Matt Mitchell on um, uh, the other day, because the Colts game was so insane. And then all of a sudden, we've got uh, the, uh, the Bears game that we had, the Jacks game that we had, I wrote Sunday afternoon, again, as is our custom, we don't text in the middle of these things because that mushes everything. We didn't, like, not once did we text each other on Saturday when we had the Colts four and a half and they were up 33 nothing in the first half. We didn't text once, not a single time because we're better than that. We're professionals. <laughs> I texted, ho-hum weekend, Colts heart attack, Jags W gives us a win today because we had him in the contest. Keeps our division future alive. Lions win, clinches our over-season win total on the Lions. We had six and a half. They're now at seven. Plus, the Bears cover, miracle. We had them in the contest. And the Bears no, must now win outright the rest of the year. They must win out the rest of the year for to beat their season win total. We had them under five and a half. So, in the contest, we went three and two. I'm going to wrap up my soliloquy here. But in the contest, (laughs) uh, we had the Colts, we had the Jags, um, we had the Bears, uh, we had Seattle. We lost that on Thursday night. And because Simon made us, because Simon was insistent, because Simon knows what he's doing, All the things he says to me, I'm a professional. You're stepping in it. I love the Giants. It doesn't matter. You're bullying me into taking the Commanders and we're putting them in the contest. You made me feel small the entire week (laughs) for even liking the Commanders, uh, for liking the Giants. You made us do it. I said in the app, this is all Simon. I said, if it doesn't work out, at least it's going to be content. It is now content. We went three and two instead of four and one.
1: Yeah, the shame of having another winning week. What is that? Uh, number. Oh number no, no 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 no
0: no. You yes. don't get to. You don't get to be like, oh, I got it wrong, but we still won. Like well, you
1: didn't even watch the game, so you don't even know what happened in the game for starters.
0: Well, I do, but here's the thing, and this is did where you, you get
1: the go. recap I, from everyone?
0: Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. I didn't think you'd get so defensive. To be honest, I thought you'd be more of a professional. This is me defensive. Out right here. This is me defensive. Yeah. You know how much we love the (laughs) luck rankings? We talk about it all the time. It is the best measure of regression that has ever been invented. It is the best measure of how you might want to think about betting the next week. For example, the top of the luck rankings last week the Bears, the Colts, like, Those were games that you wanted to be on, right? So when the week is over, uh, Sean Kerner, Nick Giffen, Billy Ward, the guys who do the luck rankings for us, they uh, asked a question in the luck rankings slack. Basically saying, who do you guys think was the most unlucky team this past week? And people threw it out there like – was it Tampa Bay what was it Philly Chicago um it was the Washington Commanders um there were two red zone turnovers they were dominant in yards per play there was a Giants defensive touchdown Ron Rivera punted from the 35 uh 6 points off of two 50 yard field goals uh for the Giants um Washington missed a two-point conversion and an extra point. The expected score of this game, according to our metrics, was 24-9 Washington, ended up being 2012 New York. So, Simon, you were right.
1: No, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like I took the – it's just painful in the sense that I lost a lot of money on it, and uh, I'm not getting that back. So it was a great weekend in the sense that dogs go to overtime to die, and we had two dogs yeah. go to overtime. They both covered for us. So, I already had felt up by using my luck. But the Washington one, I honestly didn't feel like, um, I did not see it playing out that way, obviously, but it's an l. Like in the end of the day, like you just said, it's a bad bet. It's an l. I am the last person to ever go, well, at least I got good closing line value ever being that guy. It's an l is an l. It doesn't matter if you have good closing line value or if you had a good read or the luck doesn't work out. Um, the Giants, they burned me all season and, Them, them and the Jaguars, like if the Jaguars hadn't covered, me and Chad would have been three and nine in the contest on Jaguar games, which is by far our worst record. But close to that is the Giants. We I I just I've been burned by them all season. I can't stop it. Like they're the luckiest team ever. It don't matter. They keep winning. They keep covering. Um. So that was that was a tough one. But at the same time, like you just said, it's like. Yeah, I was I was hurt that night. Then you wake up the next morning it's like, I'm already on to week 16. What else can I do? That's kind of the way the business works. I can't really mope about it. Just got to move on to the next week.
0: We're on to Cincinnati. Uh, one <laughs> more thing about the luck rankings, which I, I love and we've talked about, and Simon, you and I reference them all the time on Convince Me. We rent them in on Green Dot Daily, all the shows that we do. When there is a luck differential between two teams of 10 points or more this season, the underdog, meaning the team that is more unlucky, covers at a 59% clip. When there is a luck differential of 16 or more, the team that is more unlucky is covering at a 60% clip. And by the way, we're not talking about five games, like that second number, that's a a, a data set of close to 60 games for this season alone, uh, 100 games for the first one of 10+. plus. So you know, it's just interesting numbers to me. We've created a new metric here that really defines value in a different way. I'm super excited about it.
1: Pretty much we talk all about it. It's another tool. You just don't blindly bet it. But no. if it lines up with you, that should give you more confidence to back your side. And tell the people that this weekend told told me how me how lucky me and Chad got because all these teams came from behind. Guys, there's obviously luck that plays into it. We we put in the work. And for our new listeners, not even two years ago, me and Chad finished in the top 20 in our pick contest. So that's going to be two out of three years now that we're going to make the money. Because me and Chad can go 0-5 every next three weeks. We're in the money. That's no so way. Good. Yeah. Dude,
0: I had no idea. I was going to ask you. I <laughs> mean,
1: we're, we're behind. We're, we're not that far off the leader. That's what I mean. Like, we're up there. This year is better than that year. I mean, that year we finished... I say top 20, but we tied for 20th, so we were probably 26th. This year, we're, we're looking for top 10, so, yeah, it's tough. Obviously, I wish we went 4-1, Chad, but 3-2 and on a, a week, a lot of people had a down week. feels good because the public had a good week. I mean, we saw that well, the public was super giant side, but that was the public side. The public side was huge on the Bengals. They were down, what was that, 17-0. They came all the way back. Yeah. So, uh, some guys got hurt trying to go with the sharp side this week, and that's kind of how it goes. Like, you're not going to always – Always been the right side. And that Bengals one is the perfect example. That number sat at three and a half all week. Really smart groups were all over that. They're all over Washington. They got slaughtered. So that's just, they're, they're, you never know. When you make these bets, you never know.
0: Uh, I was going to ask you for an update. Uh, we went three and two. I think uh, we had fallen, we had lost a little ground yeah. the week before, even though we went four and one. So where are we? What place are we in? What's our total number right now?
1: Well, the first place guy finally lost. He lost three games, which was nice because, again, he had been on this crazy run. You knew it was going to eventually come back yeah. around. That's just gambling. Um, so, luckily for us, we're four back.
0: Four back. And what place are we in?
1: Uh, I'd have to pop it up. I bet you we're like we, – we probably moved into the top 50, top 40. I That's mean, it's,
0: insane.
1: Yeah. So, when we did it two years ago, it, it was 3,000 people. So, like, that was obviously a little easier. This year it's over 4,000. So, it's just – that much harder to make it back into the money. Um, the fact that we already locked that up with three weeks to go, Chad, it's pretty crazy, brother. Just two losing weeks.
0: We're in the money. <laughs> We're in the money. Um, all right. You know what, then? It's fucking rock and roll. Let's, Let's close this out. Let's close it out with three winning weeks and a lot of fun.
1: And I was sad. I was just thinking to myself, we only have seven weeks of football left. Seven Sundays left.
0: When I just said it was week sixteen and we had three weeks weeks left, I was super bummed. Yeah. I am loving it's been a these good year weekends. And um, you know, we'll talk about the Jags a little bit, but my uh older son is home from college and a friend came home with him and my son was at my older son was out, my younger son was out, and so my kid's friend was watching the Jacksonville game with me, and they're from Jacksonville. And so it was insane to watch the end of that game. (laughs) And I'm going to miss these Sunday moments so much. Um. Um, All right. Let's talk about the Jags and the Jets Thursday night. Jets are, it's like, you're seeing lines on both sides. Basically both teams being underdogs by, by, by one plus one, plus one and a
1: half. Yeah. Zach Wilson, this is a hard one. Yeah, I'm illegally opting myself out. I can't I can't make a non-biased pick here where the numbers say the Jets, the smart side is the Jets. You always take the Jets here. I love the Jaguars. I love everything about them. Yeah. I love what they've become. They're in my top three favorite team to bet this year. I've just I think of all the money I've lost on them this year. I love them. I love this team. I love Trevor Lawrence. I feel like a proud dad seeing them grow up this season. Like they've just They've changed so much as the year has gone along. You just see the confidence building where even when they're down in games like they were this past weekend, they just never give up. And I love I love that about teams. So the smart pick is the Jets. You're taking the Jets at home in a short week after a really bad crushing loss at home against a Jaguars team that just had the win of the season for them. Like, that was an insane way to win a game at home. So can't, really can't make a pick on this one. So whoever the dog is, maybe I'll tease them up with someone and throw that in a play. But as we sit here right now, I just – I'm so biased I just want to take the Jaguars, despite the numbers saying you take the Jets. I just can't make give out a player or make a play right now.
0: I feel like with this Jaguars team, we were just too early. um we we believed in Doug Peterson so much. We're both big fans of Doug Peterson. We thought he his sort of learning his teachings would would imbue themselves into Trevor Lawrence much sooner than they than they did. and sort of the chemistry would would be there faster. Because I also had a pretty big bet on Trevor Lawrence seventy to one to lead the league in touchdown passes, and I felt like on Sunday he was trying to make up all the ground at one time, you know. <laughs> and um, he'll still finish top five. Like he's got twenty four right now. Uh, Kirk Cousins has twenty four. He's behind Geno Smith at twenty six, and Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and Mahomes, with both all thirty and north of thirty, he's going to end up having an incredible year.
1: Yeah. Well, I told you the hardest thing about what I'm doing is I'm. We're not seeing anything. We when we do this podcast in May and June, all I have is just the the what I saw last year and then all the data on paper on on, on your computer, right? That's what I have to go off of. So the Jaguars on paper, I love that coming there because they had all this talent. And then you look at their schedule. Okay, they had that week one loss to Washington, but then they won 24-0 against the Colts. Then they won at the Chargers 38 to 10. And then they went on the road. So, again, that's two huge wins back-to-back. We were full-on sucked in. Then they went and played the Eagles on the road, and they lost that game with all those turnovers. Remember all those turnovers? They lost by, like, eight points, I think. It was, like, 29-21. to That was, like, oh, my God, they're for real. Like, they just yeah. went toe-to-toe with one of the best teams in football. And then they turned into a dumpster fire. They lost to Houston the following week, six, uh, 13-6, to and it just was a spiral there in the middle of the season. So, the fact that they – you know, Doug Peterson righted the ship after they lost five straight games in the middle of the season. And, you know, they've just been playing in these good, close games. They had to blow it, obviously, against Detroit. Uh, but, yeah, the Jaguars are one of those teams where it makes me feel good. Like, we love them coming into the year. We have I, – I mean, I, I know Chad bet it, but I have a lot of money bet on them at 13-1, to 12-1 to, to win this division – Easy, easy, easy time now to take a position on Tennessee. Like, no matter what, even if they want, if they lose this game, they have to beat Houston and then it comes down to the final game with Tennessee. Those are the, that's what me and Chad talk about all the time about taking positions, like hedge out on. It's a dream scenario. Like, if you had gotten it earlier, even if you got seven to one or eight to one, it's, it's easy three to one no matter what when they play Tennessee in that final week of the year. So, uh, you're right. Like, that, them and the Lions, those two making the playoffs, that would be, just amazing for us on the show, just because those are two teams we really talked about a lot this past summer, and they've really come on here at the end of the season. So, like I said, I'm too biased to make a, a logical pick on this game.
0: That's why the Lions-Jets game was so hard last week, because,
1: yeah.
0: like, love we love the Lions. We've been in love with the Lions. We that were was split on it.
1: You went with your baby Detroit. I went with my baby in the Jaguars, and I was dead wrong.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, so we're going to move on from that one. The Saints are two-and-a-half-point underdogs to the Browns. In Cleveland, we've talked a lot about this already on Green Daily. so hopefully people catch that show at noon daily in the Action Network app on YouTube, et cetera. There is Arctic weather crossing the U.S. Should be snow, should be 11 below zero, should be uh, 15 to 30 mile an hour winds. Um, it is the lowest total in a decade down to 31 and a half. I kind of like the Browns here.
1: Wow. Yes, I mean a full slate of Saturday on Christmas Eve, Chad. not again? We just just a magical month run we've had here before. Yeah, I
0: should remind people this is a Saturday game.
1: Yeah, it's Christmas Eve. Yeah, I I'm with you on Cleveland. We got to follow and wait and see what the deals with Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb apparently is not practicing today. We need him to practice. We need we need Nick Chubb. We are me and Chad are not Watson backers. We just we do not think he looks right. I think the public is with us on that. What, they put up 13 points last week against uh, the Ravens. We all know Flamar played in that game. Ravens are going to win that game. So, yeah, not not don't know really what to do with this one. Um, I, I'm with you, Chad. Like I want to take Cleveland against the Saints team that we've seen all year. They've struggled when they've gone outdoors, especially with Andy Dalton. So, um, Cleveland would probably be the play, but I just need to know what the deal is with Nick Chubb. All
0: right, well, look, I'll look forward to a text on Saturday morning. Um, we'll be doing Convince Me Saturday morning. And so hopefully yeah. we'll get an update at that point and we can decide after the show for putting it in. Falcons, seven and a half point underdogs on the road at the Ravens. Also a Saturday game, huge Saturday slate. Obviously a lot of games being played on Saturday, smaller slate on Sunday, Christmas day. The Ravens are seven and a half point favorites. Indicates to me, people expecting Lamar Jackson to play. I have no opinion on this game. It would be a pass.
1: Yep, pass for me.
0: Great, move on bangles patriots now the rubber meets the road we have been on a streak with the Bengals. we have loved them we played them consistently in weird spots where they were road favorites we didn't do it this past weekend but we didn't bet the we didn't bet the bucks either now they're three and a half point favorites on the road at the patriots yeah book no- says take the patriots
1: yeah, just like last week, though and it was like painful. We stayed away from it. It was seventeen nothing or seventeen to three, and I was kicking myself right? it's like, of course the Tampa is controlling this game and doing whatever they want, and the Bengals are just laying a total leg. Don't know what to do with this, Chad. Like this is a game I've already bet. A game I would love to make the Simon Says bet, but I care about our fans, and it's like, how much? How many people are actually going to listen to us, Chad? Like this is. I think a is lot of there. people are going to
0: listen to us. We're really good at this.
1: I know, but I'm just, I feel, I feel what they're, what they're going to say. It's like, I can't do it. Where it's like, you have to do it. If you've been betting these ugly dogs with us all season, you have to bet this. You have to bet the Patriots who just embarrassed themselves have been, are going to be made fun of all week going against a Bengals team that is, don't even know how to describe it. They're one of the greatest public teams ever for betting. They're 11 1 ATS last 12 weeks, and the public has been betting them. Basically that whole time. I think the only time me and you really went against the the grain was in that Tennessee matchup where Tennessee was at home, they were an underdog. At the time, people still thought Tennessee was better than they were and they were all over it. And since he just once again they came, they came and they won. They've just been that team this year. We have no choice. Like this is a game we always have to play. So uh maybe I won't make it time says you want to make it foxhole? Because this is this is truly it's either that or big balls. Like we, it's one of those games we all have to bet because this is what we've done all year. Well, I summer. feel
0: like we've got a pretty good contender for big balls.
1: Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I mean, there's like three games this week that take huge balls. <laughs> all
0: right. So, uh, I feel like there's a contender for big balls. I'm. If you want to make it, as Simon says, go ahead. But it doesn't feel like a Simon says. To me, the spirit of Simon says is you got to the bet it the right number. now because the line is going to move.
1: I do think this could move though. Like pros are gonna be all over this, but um yeah, let's let's just make it a foxhole then. You know me regardless of what's going on, I'm a foxhole guy. I commit to a team, I commit to a city, uh, I'm a foxhole guy. Jeez, I fucking hate this.
0: I fucking <laughs> hate this game.
1: I know. Mm. No, it's awful. I have more confidence in this than I did with the Bucks last week, where like the Bucks I c I couldn't see the roadmap and the number didn't make sense, but this number does. Like I literally have this number at three. Like Last week with the Bucs game, I couldn't touch it because we said all the time, why is this number not six? And that just spooked me, just a, a weird number. This number makes sense. Like, Cincy, yes, they're very good. They also have weaknesses, and some of those weaknesses can be exploited by a Patriots team that's desperate. So um, it just feels like I hate to be like, oh, this is such a smart play. This really does feel like a smart number. Like, you just take this number, and one of those games, you if you can't handle it, just don't watch it because it's not going to be fun. Patriots plus
0: three and a half, we're going to the foxhole. Let's go. The Buffalo Bills going to visit uh, the Monsters of the Midway, covering machines. Bears are eight and a half point underdogs at FanDuel. There are other places where you can get nine and a half. I just want to be clear on that. Other legal places. Dogs between three and 10 this year, covering at a 58% clip. You're getting a... Bad team less than a 25% win percentage against a good team more than 65% win percentage. The dogs in this scenario cover at a 60% clip the past six years. No reason not to take the Bears at eight and a half or nine and a half if you can get it.
1: Yeah, and we just we keep seeing these teams that have good offenses come to Chicago and when they have to keep up, Fields keeps up. I mean, Miami came in; they put up thirty-five points. Fields put up thirty-two points. Detroit came in; they put up thirty-one points. Fields put up thirty points. We saw with the Eagles; they put, they came in; they put up twenty-five. He put up twenty. It's just, I can't explain it. It doesn't make sense. I watched the whole game. The kid would run for twenty yards, get a first down, take a sack. So then it'll be it'll be second and twenty-seven. Then he'll run it again for another fifty yards and get another first down. It's just. It's literally recess, recess football, and there's no game plan. Nothing teams can do to prepare for it. Um, he is the freak, but on the flip side, the Bills have just been caught by the books. I mean, we could finally get caught here, Chad, by backing the Bears, but it's another thing. that's it's gotten us to this point. Fading Josh Allen is a big favorite. In his last nine games, he's one in eight ATS, and. You, and you can look at the numbers. It could be 2-7 and because it depends. You got that Browns number. Remember they, that Browns game got moved from Buffalo to Detroit, and that number was all wonky all week? Yep. Um, the Bills are just a good team, but are they the great team that everyone keeps putting them on this pedestal to be? No. I mean, they just they let teams in these games. We've seen it time and time again. Like Miami, they're in control of that game in the first half. Miami comes out in the second half, plays them tough. Josh Allen becomes a superhero that he is, and he leads his team on these victories. So I think the Bills are rightly, rightly so, a top three team in the AFC, but they're a team that gets caught in these big spreads. And that's what the books keep doing. They keep hanging big numbers. The public are happy to do it. They're happy to bet them. They're happy to throw them in teasers. And we keep getting free points here, Chad. So this number should probably be seven and a half. I mean, like you just said, FanDuel, it's eight and a half. Shop around, it's nine and a half. So Hopefully it grows nine and a half everywhere, and maybe even ten. That'd be amazing because we didn't even talk about it. this. Is gonna be a freezing game. They're calling for yeah. minus eleven degree weather. Josh Allen, he's incredible. We just saw the Bills give up two hundred yards to Miami on the ground. That's what the Bears want to do. They want to run the ball. We saw them run all, last week all over the Eagles, and it's the same thing with this matchup. So a lot of things just point to this Bears game. So it's does it feel a little too easy a little bit, Chad? I'm not gonna lie to you. We've had two weeks now where. um You know, Denver the week before was the biggest bet team as a big dog. That covered. Last week, the Bears were the most bet team against the Eagles. That covered. So the pros, they've been over. We've been all over these big spreads at home. Uh, Can't avoid it. It's just such a big number. I just can't not take this number.
0: It is strange, right? It does feel like, wait a second. Why are they still making this number so big, knowing everything we know about the end of the season, especially with this Bills team, but also just when you're getting the overinflation inflation on a team that's really good, and maybe it's people just backing the Bills and the the, the books are giving the wise guys the, the point, half a point, whatever, because they know all the money's gonna come in on the Bills anyways.
1: 100%. It's kind of crazy. Alert here for, for Josh Allen. How many quarterbacks have you ever seen hurdle anyone? to do something about this outrageous man louder and
0: louder. All right. Minnesota Vikings are three and a half point favorites at FanDuel. Hosting the New York football giants. I know it's a bad number. I know we've been mocking Kirk Cousins all year long. This feels like a Viking spot. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'll wait and see on it, because I'm with you. Like, like four and a half, five, I was like, nice. It's a good number on the Giants. Like you just said, they got crazy lucky last week, and I don't know the public. I'm I'm excited to see what the public does with this number, just because, like you just said, it feels like the no-brainer play here is you just take the Giants. Like, they're good on the road. The Vikings, they win games. When they win, they win close games. So you just take the three and a half. Kind of the same reason we took the Colts last week. Um, But Minnesota here. Offensively, they just match up really well with this Giants team. Um and the, the there's no Daniel Jones had big plays. Like I couldn't I cannot believe that fourth and nine completion he had against Washington was insane. Like he does have these moments where he really does step up. But man, that's uh that's that's tricky, Chad. I, I, I wanna join you on it, but I can't can't make a move on this one yet. I'd have to hear what other guys are doing because to me it feels I feel like you just said it where it's like I, I blindly wanted to take the Giants, but the number has moved a lot. Like, it's all the way down to three and a half uh, in the last two days. So, I'm, I'm going to wait and see on it.
0: Well, look, it may continue to go down because the m- number opened at five. 73% of the money is on the Giants right now. So, That's, we may get... seems like a get... pro side. What's that?
1: That just seems like the pros came in early. Like you said, it opened at yeah, five. Yeah. So, they just it came uh, in. At, like that.
0: That, Yeah, that money is not... Money coming in on the Giants at three and a half. That no, is what no, no. came in on the Giants at five and four and a half and four. Yeah. But it's possible. If it gets to three, I'd be comfortable taking the Vikings here.
1: Me me as well. Like, if, if we honestly, like, you know, our contest does a weird where they, they split the difference with a half. So, if it's two and a half, it's like, how can we avoid that? We're getting them under a field goal at home, the Vikings oh, yeah. team. That, that's kind of a no-brainer.
0: So, now we got the Detroit Lions who cashed our season win total ticket. We love this team. We have loved them since May. We want to marry this team. <laughs> they are two-and-a-half-point favorites over the um, over the Panthers on the road. That's a tough one.
1: Yeah, it, it was actually going to be my Simon Says bet. If it was at three, I was going to tell people, you got to grab it right now because it's going to go back to two-and-a-half. But it's sitting at two-and-a-half, and money is pouring in on Detroit right now. So, yeah. I'll tell people, just wait. That's what I'm not going to make it, Time said. So you can just wait, and hopefully next show will be at three for you. But to me, it's like a play you have to make. Carolina at home with that defense, after getting embarrassed the week before, the three games before that at home, their defense had really shown up and dominated. They, they did have a bad week last week. That was just one of those games where it's like trying not to overreact to it, take too much from it. They still have a chance to win their division. So if you're like, well, Carolina's going to quit, they're not like they're in their mind. They could still win this division, which I, I also love for this matchup where they're desperate. Carolina is going to be a very desperate team. Catch on three at home against a Detroit team that man, are they feeling good? Like they've just been on this crazy run. Now it's their second of it's the back-to-back outdoor thing as well for me, where it's like, all right, back-to-back outdoor on the road for golf. Hell yeah. win this game, I moved them way up my power rating board. Cause like to me, this is the kind of game you win. I'd put them right up there, like right behind that Eagles, Vikings, Cowboys, 49ers group where it's like they deserve to be in the playoffs. This Detroit team is legit because this is a trap game for all attempts purposes. Like this is kind of those games where you were going to go on the road. They were going to split two road games. They weren't going to win win both because you just need to either have like an MVP or an MVP defense, just a high level talent to do that they do that, that shows me a lot, because this is just such a bad spot for them after such an emotional win, too. Like, a missed field goal. Man, that must have been such a fun ride home for them, that flight, everything. Still feeling good all week. Carolina is the complete opposite side. They just got absolutely blown out. And it was the same reason people were so heavy on Pittsburgh the week against Carolina, right? Carolina had a huge win on the road. Then they came home. They kind of laid an egg against a Pittsburgh team that was just more desperate. So, um, yeah, interesting the number one hang stayed stay at three. There's one book that still has a three. Sadly, we're not sponsored by that show, that that company. So I'm not going to make it Simon says because we don't have the three right now.
0: I was going to say there is a book that has a three out there, but I don't think uh I think in the spirit of our partnership with Fanduel, we should not make that the nope. play. Um <laughs> uh here's an interesting game. The Seahawks are on the road at the Chiefs. Seahawks run the ball really well. Chiefs do not. Run the, do not uh defend against the run very well. It's going to be one of these games that has crazy wins, potential snow. We're still on Saturday games, six below.
1: Yep,
0: huge. Like the total, you should talk about the total for a second. Started at 50, now down to 48 and a half, but the spread is nine, nine and a half. What's your take?
1: Yeah, uh, when we could start with the total open at 50, like you said, down to four and a half, I would still take that. It's we already talked about it earlier today. It's going to be a nice bowl there. It's supposed to be negative six with wind with wind blowing. Um, obviously, it's Tuesday. Things could always change. But that cold's not going anywhere. Like, that cold's coming down. It's going to be there. Obviously, the big deal is the wind. If, if it's a windy game, no doubter. Like, smash that under. I would just bet the under now. Just get ahead of the number in case it does move way down. Then you could play a middle, too. You could get a good middle opportunity. So, looking at this matchup, though, I feel like you just nailed it where – it's probably going to be a completely different game plan than we're used to for both these teams. It's just going to be hard to be a pass-heavy team when you have the weather as it is. And we already know the Seahawks, their biggest weakness is the run. Teams want to run against them. Andy Reid's going to do that. He's happy to make those kind of adjustments. Vice versa, like the Seahawks, you just said it. It's like the Kenneth Walker thing. I knew that was important Important to Geno. We've kind of seen these last couple of weeks where they can't get a run game going and the offense seems to flutter. So, I can't do it. I cannot back Gino again, even though I love this number and it's so massive. It's just, we say it all the time, not that he just turned back into a pumpkin, but a little bit. It seems like the the defenses have kind of figured out what he likes to do and what he doesn't like to do. We've seen him defended differently these last couple of weeks, and they've struggled. I mean, they went from leading the division to being almost 80% guaranteed to make the playoffs to they're probably not going to make the playoffs unless they steal a game or two here, so – um, interesting how quick things flip for the Seahawks team where everything was just so well. And even their fan base was like, yeah, we could use that high draft pick to get players to support Gino. We don't need to take a quarterback too. It's completely flipped of, yeah, yeah maybe maybe give Gino a one-year deal, but we need to draft a quarterback. And that, that is kind of how it goes where, um, Gino, he's a great, great fill in. He's a great backup. Is he one of the 32 best? They should be an every week starter. That's, that's up for debate. Cause it seems like defense is going to kind of figure him out. So. I usually love to just take blindly against the Chiefs as a big dog. Um, I could maybe get talked into it, but as we sit here right now, Gino just disappointed me so much last game. Like, the 49ers were begging for that game to be stolen from them, and he couldn't complete drives. I mean, they drove down there. They got two field goals. If those were touchdowns, it would have been a 21-21 game, but it wasn't because Gino just was not capitalizing in their red zone. So, um, I, I just I can't make a bet yet on this one. I love the Seahawks here right now. Yeah, it's the right – I mean, it's the right play. Just Mahomes is the big favorite. Never really works out for him.
0: No. And, like, the Seahawks, they've got guys who can cover. So it just feels to me like schematically on the field and the number, the Seahawks are the right side.
1: The worry is, can Gino keep up, though? That's the worry right now. Because Gino three weeks ago, no brainer these last couple of weeks, they've just been so bad uh, offensively. I mean, even defensively, but I, I do think the cold want to gate some of that, some of their weaknesses. But, no, you're right. It's I'll probably, I'll probably talk myself into it, but right now I just can't do it.
0: All right. Well, uh, we can always think about the Texans at plus five and a half
1: against the Titans. It stinks. This was going to be our no-brainer play. You would have banged up Tannehill, forced his way back into the game last week, I don't think he's going to play. Like, we've already yeah. seen this number come down. I'm out. Like, we, we've we been in this exact position before with the rookie QB in there. Derrick Henry ran over me and Chad. I mean, Houston got absolutely demolished by Derrick Henry the last time they played. You just go through the history, he averages like 150 yards against this Houston team. Derrick Henry just for some reason dominates this team every time. So, Houston – if the season had started two weeks ago, people would be looking at them as a top three team. I mean, they went wire-to-wire wire with Dallas, and then the same thing with the Chiefs. Like, Lovey Smith, I went from thinking he was a joke to, like, this guy gets his guys up. Like, he can keep this team focused at whatever they are. What are they, 1-12, 1-13? In in Pretty incredible, but who feels like we missed the best of the number here, Chet. Like, yeah, I'm with it that we should probably be on Houston, but... The fact that there was seven and a half just this morning and yesterday, it kind of kind of stinks. We missed the best number.
0: I'm rushing through this a little bit. There's a lot of games. It's, you know, yeah, no buys. But there's also just some games that I'm dying to get to. Commanders plus seven against the Niners is not one of them. Really? You don't like that? I like the Commanders in the game. Yeah. It's the right side. Like, you're, like the yeah. Niners are so overinflated right now. You know now.
1: what to do when, when he's a big favorite, Shanahan. You always fade him. Yeah. This is the move. I'm with the Commanders. They, I think everyone just has a little bit of a bad taste in their mouth of them. Even, I bet you the Luck is will come out. This will be one of the bigger ones. The 49 has have been very lucky.
0: Oh, my God. It's got to be.
1: Yeah. So, seven and a half, like, I'll be on the Commanders. Maybe I'll be able to talk and talk chatting to be one of our five. But there's just a lot of dogs out like this week. So, I get if it's not one of our five. But seven and a half, that's hard to pass on.
0: Well, so is Seattle, plus nine and a half.
1: Yeah. No, that's fair. But at the same time, like, Heineke has at least shown us something these last couple of weeks. Gino. you know? He's been an absolute train wreck.
0: All right. Eagles plus five and a half right now against the Cowboys. Which one is this a Simon says, or is this a big balls? Are we making an executive decision? It's one of those
1: <laughs> for this game. Yeah. Yeah. It's If anyone out there, you could still grab the six, you grab the six, obviously for the Eagles. Um, This is going to be a, a huge, a hugely debated game. Like me and Chad, this was going to be a guaranteed bet on Dallas for us. When this game opened and Hurts was healthy, this was a no-brainer bet on taking Dallas here. Uh, they had a horrible loss. Eagles had an incredible win. Not incredible, but just a really gutsy win where that that Bears game, that was such a letdown spot that you would think, okay, Eagles are going to get all the public love in the world because no one's going to get why a 13-1 Eagles team is an underdog to this Dallas team at home. But it just made sense. This was going to be a good matchup for this Cowboys team at home. How can we not take Eagles? I agree. It's a big step down from Jalen Hurts. But we've already seen Minshew kind of be in this situation before. Last year, he came in and played against the Giants. The Eagles won that game and he played well. I think he threw for for 200 yards, had two passing touchdowns, like a QB rating of 119. Eagles are just really good. Like they're all around are just really good. They have good receivers. Dallas Goddard's coming back this week. This was going to be such a great letdown spot for this Eagles team in the sense that, yeah, I know it's Dallas week. This is usually the game they lose. Like, we usually split with Dallas. I love the Eagles in this position. Like, they, the fact that they're this big underdog now, the coach is already wearing the underdog hat, like just getting the guys fired up, how everyone's already counting them out because Hurts is out. We've already seen all the players talk about it, next man up. And now this this morning, uh, Sirianni said he's not counting Hurts out. He said he met with the trainers and they said he heals differently than us. He could be playing this week. Sure, that could just be simple smokescreen. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter to us, though. We're getting a good number. So to me, if you can still grab the six, you grab it. But it's just another game. I mean, you can't avoid, right? Chad, it's an overreaction to an injury on a team that there's a reason they're 13 to 1. I mean, Hurts is incredible. Minshew isn't that horrible. Is he three or four points worse? Yes. But is he six, seven points worse? No. And that's just an overreaction by the public.
0: I also feel like um, Gardner Minshew in one game is different than Gardner Minshew as your starting quarterback. Gardner <laughs> right. Minshew in one game is a straight out baller.
1: Love it. Yeah. Like that's the mentality yeah. one of him. the one game. Well,
0: Simon okay. says Eagles plus six. By the way, yep. Matt Mitchell sent me six. the luck rankings that he had gotten from Nick Giffen. Crack producing by Matt Mitchell to get this while we're live. Biggest luck differential of 24 this week Bears, 30, Buffalo, six. Uh, so the luck differential of, of the Bears oh, okay. Eagles is 24. The luck differential, the next biggest one, Titans, Houston, 22. The next biggest one, also a game that we're going to talk about, uh, Green Bay, Miami, 18. Reminder, any differential that is 16 or more, covering it a 60% clip this season. Atlanta, Baltimore, Indy Chargers, New England, Cincinnati are the next three all above 10. So the luck rankings are sort of complementing everything we've been saying. Yep. Santa Barkley is coming to town and he's delivering $20 million in gifts this holiday season. To all FanDuel customers, it doesn't matter if you've been naughty or nice, St. Chuck has something for everyone. Just check your FanDuel app for no sweat, same game parlays, bonuses, and all sorts of stuff that'll fill your holiday with cheer. For example, on Wednesday night, my favorite bet is South Alabama to cover in the New Orleans Bowl. New to FanDuel, now is the perfect time to sign up. And remember to use promo code favorites. The app is easy to use. They're always hooking you up with great promotions and when you win, you'll get paid instantly. See for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sports book and get in the holiday spirit with $20 million in gifts from Santa Barkley Must be 21 or older and present in select states only. Prize total dependent on customer participation. Wager requirements apply. Gifts awarded as non-withdrawable, site credit or free bets. See fanduel.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Hey, Simon, before we continue here, are you familiar with Omaha Steaks? Who isn't, Chad? Well, that's perfect, Simon, because the holidays are here and you can become a holiday legend by getting perfectly aged, tender and delicious Omaha Steaks. Our friends at Omaha Steaks have put together a delicious selection of gift packages to make shopping for the ones you love nice and easy. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide plus... An additional $40 off your order when you use code FAVORITES at checkout. Omaha Steaks has everything you need to give the perfect gift. Send an assortment of mouth-watering favorites like the delicious butcher's cut filet mignon, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, and even easy-to-prepare comfort meals ready in a flash. Don't wait. Order today and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code FAVORITES at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift remembered with every bite, order with complete confidence today, knowing you're delivering the very best. So visit omahasteaks.com to take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus an extra $40 off your order when you use promo code FAVORITES at checkout. And whether you're shipping for friends, family, or yourself, know that every order is backed by their unconditional money-back guarantee, minimum order may be required. All right, let's get back to the show. Raiders, Steelers. Steelers, three-point favorites, getting the money too, by the way.
1: That's me. I'm on it. Like, it's one of these games I bet early in the week when it was opened at one.
0: It opened at one. So you bet bet it at one.
1: It went to two, bet it, two and a half, bet it. Nah, Nah, I'm just waiting. The public will come in on the Raiders and hopefully they'll get me back, back down at two and a half. It's... Just a classic spot. You're taking a, a a Pittsburgh team outdoors in a freezing cold temperature against an indoor team from the West Coast that, I mean, we can say their car usually has letdowns on these kind of spots. So, um, uh, looking at this game, Chad, if the Pittsburgh had not had such a huge win against Carolina, I probably would be more in on this and make this one of our five. But, you know, this is just a, a spot between two teams that, a field goal is right. That's why I didn't get why this game was plus one. Pittsburgh deserves that respect here, especially at home against a Raiders team that historically does not perform well outdoors. So um, yeah, like, like, like Pittsburgh two and a half, though. three, that's where I just, I'll just wait. I just wouldn't bet that number. It's just such a key number. You might as well wait and hope it comes back down to two and a half, just because the public will, they'll take the Raiders. That's going to be a, a tease team, everything it's, a plus three dog at home in a freezing chili game between two teams that are pretty much a coin flip. So, um, if you're like sitting there, you're just like, well, I want to go three with the Raiders. Honestly, cannot fault you. Cause I think that's exactly what the number should be.
0: I feel like in this game, Kenny Pickett's coming back. You definitely want to wait. Like, I think this will go down to two and a half. They were seeing the tickets come in on the Raiders. People don't know any better. Um, Give it a minute. Let it breathe. You don't have to bet everything. There are games where the lines are moving, right? You're saying, Simon says, Eagles are moving. Um, We're going to get to another game where the lines are moving. The Bears might be moving. Like some of the games we've talked about. That Eagles
1: one, I could see it closing at four and a half. Like that that, that ballooned all the way up to six. It was just such an overreaction.
0: Yep. Totally. Packers at the Dolphins. By the way, Matt Mitchell reminds us we're on to the Sunday afternoon games, beginning with the Packers and the Dolphins. No joke. 11 a.m. this morning, (laughs) this line was at five and a half. I bet it at five and a half. It is at four and a half, and it is falling so fast. And if it had stayed at five and a half, it 100% would have been my executive decision. I still like it at four and a half.
1: Yeah, I still like it a lot at four and a half. It's classic. The team splits are just atrocious. Like Miami... Their defense, clearly something is wrong. Like, they just keep giving up tons of yards every game. There's there's no stopping it. On the flip side, Green Bay, they know exactly what they are now, right? They're a team that, crazy to say, but that kid Watson, it's kind of been a revelation for that team. Like, the fact that Rodgers has a guy he can have trust with has opened things up. We saw last, last game with the running backs. That opens things up when you have a receiver that can get downfield and they have to account for that where – A.J. Dillon, Aaron, Aaron Jones, that is a legit two-edit monster, and that's what we all expect to come in the year. They'd lean on, but they had no receivers, so the teams were just stacking the box, and Rodgers couldn't really do anything early in the year. I mean, they figured, they figured a lot out these last couple of weeks. I mean, if this was earlier in the season, we'd all have a way different tune on Green Bay. We'd probably view them as a team that's probably going to make the playoffs. Yep. It's just a little too late for that. But at the same time, they still think they can get in. Like, they're not taking anything off Rodgers is playing. He played – this week, he says he's playing this week again. There's just there's just something about that Green Bay team where, I'm not going to lie to you, Chad, when this first came out, I was like, nice. I'll buy a low on Miami here. This line will probably be three. I was shocked. It opened at five and a half. And that gave me pause yeah. where I actually, I didn't bet it because I was like, I'm way off on this line. Right. But like you just talked about, it kind of makes more sense now when you're really thinking about it, where this is just a good matchup for a Green Bay team where Miami is good. I do expect they'll win this game. It'll be a close game. Like Miami's not the team we all thought they were. Like that was a devastated road trip for them. They they. I, I was all over the 49ers. That was a scheduled loss for them playing that 49ers team on the road. Miami got humbled really quick. The Chargers won. We were on the Chargers. We loved that number. That was a three and a half. That was one of those where I was like, okay, Miami will win this, but they're going to lose by a field goal. They lost it outright. They were desperate in that Bills game. Like they had that game. They had the ball. They were driving. They could have ate the clock up, kicked the field goal, and that would have been game. Tua, Tua got flustered. He, he he gave it up. He punted. Josh Allen drove the field. They won. Like, that's what is the difference between them and the Bills. So, this Miami team, will love them next year. They're just not as good as the public perceives them as. And the fact that this line is what it is, it kind of lets you know what the public thinks of Green Bay. They're still not buying in on them where, like I just said, I think we're still getting a good number here. Is this is going to be one of our five? Debatable because we don't know where the line's going, but a four-and-a-half. I could be talking to playing this in the contest.
0: Yeah, I kind of love this game. I feel like a lot of defensive have figured out what to do with the Dolphins receivers, Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill. And the, 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 the Packers, their strength is their defensive secondary. And their ability to jam receivers, which is what teams have been doing against the Dolphins the past few weeks. And look, we've talked about this. We've joked about it that we said a month ago it's time to start fading the dolphins that their yeah. upcoming schedule they were going to san francisco i think it was the chargers they were in buffalo and yeah, we
1: went three uh, on that road trip we faded them twice and we rode with them against buffalo
0: yeah and so um you know i feel like we got a pretty good beat on this team and i do think the packers are a little bit like the jags like you made a really good point the jags like they needed some time to get to the season, and now we love them. Or uh, you know, other people love them. The Packers are one of those teams where they're on the upswing, and like their defense has been getting a lot better the last six weeks. One of the top six defenses in the NFL the past six weeks against the pass, and they're not to stop stopping the run. But the Dolphins don't run, so I love it.
1: And the, just the the only worry now with us backing the Dolphins here is the fact that. They do play obviously better at home. We saw that week one; they won twenty to seven at at home. Week one, fast forward later in the season, we meet chat wrong Cleveland. Cleveland went down to Miami. Miami won thirty nine to seventeen. They had a bye week, then they were at home against Houston. They were up thirty to nothing at halftime. So we've we've seen them dominate and have explosive performances against bad teams. I just don't know if Green Bay is that bad. Like I don't know if I put them in the same category as those two defenses in Houston and uh, Cleveland, where those defenses have been struggling. Like Chad said, Green Bay, for the most part, their defensive woes have kind of been figured out here down the road. So um, we don't need them to win. Just keep it close. And I think that's where we're getting here with this number.
0: The Broncos are on the road. They're visiting the Rams. They're two-point underdogs. Uh, tickets on the Broncos, money on the Rams. No thoughts on this game.
1: You guys are psychos if you're betting this. I, I guess Psychos. Bron- I guess Broncos because they have a great defense, but not, no real read for me.
0: Bucks nine point, am I reading that right? No, six no. point favorites on the road at the
1: Cardinals. Once again, another game where it's just like, I get what the NFL is doing. All these games look so good for a Christmas Sunday slate, but just absolute stinkers. I guess I'll bet on it because it's, it's the Sunday game on Christmas and it's something to watch. And I love a good home dog, but no real read on this. It's like just two bad teams that, you know, it means more to the Buccaneers, so that's why I guess they're getting a bunch of points here. But I'll take six points with the home dog, I guess.
0: All I can say is thank God it's uh, NBA games on Sunday because,
1: right. yeah. like,
0: these are going to be stinkers of games. I want to watch that Packers that Packers Dolphins games after that. Switching over to to the to <laughs> end. That's basically it. Monday night football. The Los Angeles Chargers are going to visit the Indianapolis Colts. The Indianapolis Colts are four-point underdogs at home against a Chargers team that we have sworn we will never bet on as favorites. We will never bet on them as favorites on the road. The Indianapolis Colts will be my executive decision. Colts plus four. A choice
1: between the unthinkable and the impossible. Now you have your orders. Execute them. Executive decision. Love it. <laughs> Chad nailed it. It's like, we hated that Tennessee game. We kept saying, if it's three, you have to bet Tennessee. The Chargers, just, if they win, doesn't matter the opponent. Doesn't matter how banged up or crappy the opponent is. It'll be three points somehow. Like, that's, I just, this team, I cannot wait for Sean Payton to be the coach next year of this Chargers team. Like, it's just, the Herbert talent is out of this world. Like, that throw he had. World. Yeah, the throw he had to Mike Williams, I mean I watched it in a loop like 20 times. It's like this guy is the ultimate freak uh, arm talent. So, yeah, Colts embarrassing loss at home against the Chargers team that yeah, they keep winning. Like they're they're a team that they're playing for the playoffs. Do we think they're going to win this game? Yeah, cuz the Colts are terribly coached and they lose every game, but the Colts keep this one close 100%. Like this is where we love this Colts team. I mean, the only fear is it's a primetime game. We, we've seen Matt Ryan in primetime it's it's not good. But man, if there's ever a time to buy on a Colts team. It's as low as it's gonna get. Like they're the laughing stock right now of football. Um, yeah. Love love the Colts. Like Chad, like Chad said, this if he didn't make this his play, I was gonna make it mine. Grab the four now just because I do see it going to three and a half. This is just an inflated line. It shouldn't be it's four, moving. it should be four and a half. It's
0: moving this second.
1: Three and really. a half.
0: I see it moving down the to three and a half.
1: half. It's going the, up or down. Down to three and a half. Okay. So yeah, like that's just an inflated line. Like Dad just said, it's one of those we have you have to bet because it's just a smart number. It's Chargers team that they play games close. We know exactly what the Colts want to do. The Colts want to run the ball. What's the Chargers' biggest weakness? It's against the run. That's why these teams that aren't that good, like Tennessee, can stay in a game the whole time. Because if you just get Herbert off his rhythm, he can't perform. It's the it, it is a weird thing. Like the fact he only scored 14 points last week. That's kind of how he is. Like he just get if he gets in rhythm, you're dead, you're done. If he doesn't get in rhythm, it's a wonky game the whole time. That's kind of how the Chargers played. That's exactly what the Colts want to do. Like that's how the Colts thrive, especially in this position position at home. Everyone's counted them out. So me and Chad will be one of ten people watching this game, uh, rooting for the Colts. But it's just a smart number to play, just like the Patriots. It's like doesn't feel good, but it's a game we have to kind of bet.
0: Right now, our foxhole is Pats plus three and a half. Our Simon Says is Eagles plus five and a half. I did not see any sixes available. The exact decision is Colts plus four. The games we are leaning towards right now, Bears nine and a half, uh, Pats three and a half. Washington is at seven and a half right now. The Packers are on the list at four and a half, but we'll see what the contest says. We like the Colts at four, the Eagles at five and a half. All dogs right now. Yeah. Uh, we're waiting. We're going to set an action network line change alert for Minnesota minus three. We're waiting on um, Carolina plus three, seeing if we can get Carolina at three. And I like Seattle nine and a half. We're going to see if we can convince <laughs> each other of that.
1: There's just so many other dogs, though. You know, that's that's the hardest part.
0: We're going to bet it either way. Yeah. You know, really, really fun. Really going to be a great weekend for betting. We will narrow it down more on Thursday. As a reminder, if you want to hear the favorites a full day early, you can listen live on AMP. You just download the free AMP app and follow at the favorites. We're back recording live again this Thursday, the 22nd at 11.15 a.m. And then a special early recording next Tuesday, the 27th at 10 a.m. Eastern. And I want to thank everybody for the Apple podcast reviews. Here are three winners of reviews this week. Ohio State forty-four forty-four, DJ Thumple, and then Annie Yoli. Please email podcasts with an S at actionnetwork.com to claim your prize. This has been the Favorites Podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. I am Chad Millman. He is Simon Hunter. Our producer is Matt Mitchell. You can download us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. Leave us five stars, your chance to win some swag. Say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift. Listen all the way through. Keeps us in the rankings. Until next time, love you.
1: Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly.